0: Nationalist Sport, GAA, Alliance National Football League Division 4, Round 3. Carew pleased with progress of young team as Carlo bounced back after Sligo hammering to record first win of the season. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score Carlo 2 12, Waterford 2 8. Carlo manager Niall Carew has confirmed he is here for the long haul. And has urged players and supporters to remain patient as they rebuild for the future. He was speaking after his side broke their league duck over the weekend. This was a sweet NFL 4 victory for Carlo at Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday. After losing to London in their opening game when they let go a winning position and then taking a hammering from Sligo in the next round, confidence should have been brittle. Yet, This was never apparent here as they registered a pillar-to-post victory and never looked like losing. Carew acknowledged as much. The boys know this is long-term. If we can consolidate our position and get up the table as far as we can, make a real go for the summer then and make a real go for promotion the following year. That is in my head, he said. Right from the throw-in, Carlo played well. Conor Crowley knocked over a second-minute point and Dara Foley put an injury behind him with two points from play and one from a free. Waterford got off the mark on 11 minutes when Dermot Ryan raided at the scoreboard end of the ground and found the posts with a free. Even the loss of Sean Bambrick to a black card didn't damage the home side's challenge. They continued to impose themselves on the Dacia's side and Jordan Morrissey ran from deep before dispatching the ball to the back of the Waterford net. Stephen Curry and Colum Hulton exchanged points as the home side went in leading one goal and five points to two points at the interval. Waterford are going to be dangerous for every team. They drew with Tipperary. London only beat them by a point over in London, said Carew. I thought we were in full control for most of that game. Again, Sean Bambrick's black card. It is beyond me how he got a black card. The player seemed to dive in on him and he got a black card for that. An exchange of passes on 41 minutes saw Connor Crowley through for a second Carlow goal, while Dermot Ryan added a Waterford point. Stephen Curry also raised a white flag as Waterford edged closer to Carlow, who had led by eight points early in the half. The home side were asked a massive question when Dylan Guiry slipped a ball home from close range for a Waterford goal. We probably backed off a bit and brought them on to us a couple of times, said Carew later on. There was another immediate Carlo response to the concession as Jamie Clark and Dara Foley both raised white flags. David Hallahan replied with a Waterford point. Conor Murray was also on target for the visitors. It was here Carlo showed their character. Clark was on target yet again and Foley was on the mark with a free and another point from play. With the game going into injury time, Carlo led by six once more. Raiding down the right, Waterford almost opened the Carlo defence and Arrow O'Brien was black-carded for an intentional foul outside the big square. It is called taking one for the team, but Carlo were shocked when referee Fergal Kelly awarded a penalty. Guiry easily scored from the spot and set up a tense last few moments. We were in full control of the game and it is likely they, the referees, are trying to make a game out of it, reflected Carew in a post-match interview. To give the peno at the end, to say there was a goal-scoring opportunity at the end when there were three of our defenders back in behind the Waterford player. That is bringing teams back into the game. For us, if the ball was kicked out and they get the ball and score a goal, it is a drawn match. As they did to the initial goal concession... Carlo replied well and clinched victory when Adam Murphy slotted over. That put the manager in a better frame of mind than he had been only a minute earlier. The result was very important for us because, since the Sligo game, the lads have worked very hard over the last two weeks. We got a great response from them. I'm very pleased with the reaction and the response. Carlo travelled to Cavan next weekend manager says the squad is looking forward to playing the Ulster champions of two years ago. Cavan are a top 10 team. It will be great for the young lads. We are going up. No great expectations apart from this group. We are going to go up and play our own brand of football. We will keep things tight. We gave Waterford all the respect and we will give Cavan that same respect. Who knows next week. I think we have forwards who can hurt anyone but I do think we need to stop inviting teams onto us The teams Carlo Kieran Cunningham, Liam Roberts, Shane Buggy, Dara Curran, Jordan Morrissey one goal, Dara O'Brien, Connor Doyle, Murta Ware, Sean Bambrick, Shane Clark, Jamie Clark two points, Josh Moore, Connor Crowley one goal and one point, Dara Foley seven points three from Freeze, Colum Hulton one point, the subs. Mikey Bambrick for Roberts, 43 minutes, Niall Hickey for Bambrick, 54 minutes, Keegan Bradley for S. Clark, 66 minutes, Adam Murphy, 1 point, for J. Clark, 68 minutes. The Waterford team, Paddy Hunt, Conor Walsh, Derek O'Cathasig, Jack Flavin, Conor O.'Coran. Brian Luby, Dermot Ryan, 2 points, 1 from free; Brian Lynch, Michael Curry, David Hallahan, 2 points. Dara Corcoran, one point from a free. Conor Murray, one point. Stephen Curry, two points. Dylan Gyrie, two goals, one from a penalty. Garrett Duffy. Subs, Liam Fennell for Walsh, 31 minutes. Tom O'Connell for Duffy, 45 minutes. John Elstead for Luby, 53 minutes. Jason Curry for M. Curry, 61 minutes. Jack Keane for O'Corran 66 minutes. The referee, Fergal Kelly, Longford. LGFA National Football League Division 4B. London get the better of Battle of Wills. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, London, 1 goal and 12 points. Carlo, 2 goals and 5 points. If conditions look bad from the relative comfort of the stand, then what was it like for the players in this LGFA-NFL 4B tie at Netwatch Cullen Park on Sunday? This was more a battle of endurance in the wind, rain and hail than a true sporting event. London were more than deserving winners, but Carlo kept them honest to the end. Mistakes abounded, missed passes, difficult handling conditions as London played with the gale into the O'Hanrahan's end in the first half. At centre-half forward, Hannah Noonan pulled the strings for the eventual winners, scoring five points in the opening period, with three of those coming from freeze. For 20 minutes of the first half, Carlo fought hard to stay in touch, and at 7 points to 2, with less than 10 minutes to go to the break, they were achieving their goal, particularly when Carlo keeper Shannon Cotter did well to keep out a shot from Rebecca Mills. She also denied Cleena Tuhigg in the opening minutes. For the home side, Rachel Sawyer and Dan O'Brien pointed in the first quarter. From a Carlo point of view, the damage was done in the final minutes of the first half when they conceded three points in quick succession through Beatrice Casey and two from Hannah Noonan. O'Brien was on target for the home side. On the resumption, London had a massive let-off when the ball bobbled on their own goal line but Carlo just couldn't get a decisive touch, which would surely have yielded a three-pointer. Instead, the Exiles came down the field and Neve Walsh was on target to stretch the lead. Then Carlo struck for a goal through a Neve Kelly penalty. The same player added a point, and when her shot dipped under the crossbar for a goal, Carlo only trailed by a point with more than 10 minutes to go. A shot from Rachel Sawyer, which came back off the right hand upright, denied Carlo another point, and now it looked as if they were poised for victory. London dug deep, and crucially for them, they found the next score through Casey. The Londoners also registered a succession of wides, but Carlo continued to try and find supporting players through short kick-outs. With the wind in their backs, they may have been better advised to go long, as the conditions were not conducive to anything else but. London clinched victory in the 59th minute, when Casey was brought down in the big square. While Cotter saved Noonan's first effort, she was unable to prevent the penalty taker converting the rebound. At the end, Sarah Doyle landed a free for the home side, but no doubt London were the better team on the day. And the teams: London, Catherine O'Reilly, Neve O'Brien, Ruan Hunt, Nicola Mulholland, Neve Walsh, one point, Ellen O'Brien, Renee Murphy, one point, Shona Roach, Kleena Tuhig, two points, Hannah Leiden, Hannah Noonan, one goal and five points, one goal from a penalty and three points from freeze. Beatrice Casey, three points. Neve Feeney, Rebecca Mills, Amy Shovlin. The subs, Emma Mulhern for Feeney at half-time, Cara Usher for N. O'Brien, 57 minutes, Ashleen Cunningham for Mulholland, 59 minutes. The Carlo team, Shannon Cotter, Orla Hickey, Una Fitzpatrick, Kiva Collins, Ruth Birmingham, Ellen Atkinson, Antoinette Dowling, Nuala Mohan, Elaine Ware, Neve Kelly, two goals and one point, one goal from a penalty, Dana O'Brien, two points, one from a free, Neve Murphy, Sarah Doyle, one point from a free, Roisin Byrne, Rachel Sawyer, one point, and the subs, Avian Gilmartin for Hickey, half-time, Ava Kernan for Collins, 47 minutes, Adele Hayden for Byrne, 57 minutes, referee, Patrick Smith, Waterford. Basketball. Donahue leads the scoring as IT Carlow continue winning ways. The score, IT Carlow Basketball 93, Scots Lakers Killarney 77. IT Carlow Basketballers are still in contention for overall league honours after this victory over their County Kerry opponents on Sunday at the Barrow Centre in this National League Division 1 tie. Captain Kevin Dunnehu was leading scorer on 23 points, with American import Nate Schaefer on 20. Next weekend, they entertain Father Matthews on Sunday at the same venue at 12.30pm. The following week, it could be a potential league decider away to UCC Demons. Dunnehu says the team have tried to eradicate bad habits. It has been a big problem for us keeping our intensity with complacency when we were playing teams we were expected to beat. We have upped the ante and are making a conscious effort not to fall into the same trap again. Every game is like a final for us now, he said. We had a lot of scorers out there. We had five, six guys who scored 10 to 15 points. Top Carlo scorers, IT Carlo basketball Kevin Dunahoo 23 points, Nate Schaefer 20 points, Jordan Fallon 16 points. Elsewhere, Amy Dooley was in fine form as UCC Glenmire continued to assert their dominance over the I E Super League and her performance in their most recent drew special praise from coach Mark Scannell. After defeating Waterford Wildcats, Scannell said, We're delighted with the win. It's important that we keep momentum going. Great effort tonight defensively and very proud that our team stood up when the game became very physical. Tierney Furman has really added to what we do. She was brilliant tonight, but Anya McKenna and Casey Grace were very tough defensively on both Waterford Americans. Delighted with the toughness that Amy Dooley and Miriam Lockery brought again tonight. And Louise Scannell hit some shots which will help her confidence. There was no luck for IT Carlo, however, despite the best efforts of American Lauren LePlant. She scored twenty three points and was helped out by twenty-one from Alicia Vellas, but they were still beaten by twenty eight points by Cork side Father Matthews. There will be a quick chance for revenge when the teams meet again on Wednesday in Carlow. Athletics Lawler weighing up his options ahead of national indoor championships, article by Kieran Murphy. Carlo Olympian Marcus Lawler runs in the Irish National Indoor Championships at Abbottstown this weekend, but is unsure whether he will take part in the 400 metres. What is certain, he will not run in the 60 metres sprint, and will definitely be looking for gold in the 200 metres event. The Carlo 200 metre special ran a personal best of 47.50 in a 400 metre indoor event at the venue last week where he lined up against 800 record holder Mark English. It proved to be a fascinating test for both athletes with English picking off Lawler in the final metres. I was coming up from 200 and Mark English was coming down from 800 metres. We met in the middle. He beat me in the last 20 metres. It was an interesting battle. He is big on endurance, and I am big on speed. I had a personal best. It is a reasonable time. Nothing to be shouting about, but it was reasonable, said Lawler. Any other year I would be telling you about the 60 metres, but this year it is the 200 and 400. I will definitely be lining up for the 200 metres, and we will see about the 400 metres. It is for training and to see if I can increase my staying power.' Marcus has been with new coach Shane McCormick for many months now and is content with the way his career is developing. All is going well. We are building our relationship. Training is good. It is good to have Phil Healy. It is good to be surrounded by that level of elitist runner. I am happy and I think he is happy with me too. Hopefully I will have a good outdoor season, but we will focus on this weekend first, said the Carlo runner. Meanwhile, Molly Scott will be hoping to build on her good form of late, where she ran a new Irish indoor record in the 60 metres indoors at the university's champions in Athlone, and went on to Ostrava where she ran a time of 7.25, beating the European indoor champion Isla del Ponte in a Czech gala event. Scott admitted on her Instagram page that she was pretty disappointed with a time of 7.33 at the Mueller Grand Prix in Birmingham last Saturday, but she is hoping to hit form again this weekend. Her St. Lawrence O'Toole club mate Pole Walter Matthew Callan and Keenan will also be competing at the championships. Carlo Athletes Shine at AAI Indoor Games. Some of Carlo's rising athletic stars were on show at the recent AAI Games in the Abbottstown Indoor Arena in Dublin. In the 60 metres hurdles, Adam Nolan, racing against senior athletes, finished third in his series one race in a time of 8.26 seconds. Adam improved his time to a new personal best of 8.2 seconds in the Series 2 race, to again finish third. Adam was beaten by seasoned international athletes by just... 0.1 seconds. In the pole vault, Matthew Callan and Keenan continued his very impressive season with another win, this time with a first-time clearance of 4.5 metres and vaulted 4.7 to claim the top spot. Matthew has already vaulted 4.8 metres this season and hopes to improve on this performance in the National Senior Championships in two weeks' time. Aaron Shorten, competing in the 800 metres, continued his impressive form, finishing fourth in a very competitive field in a season's best of 153.88. Aaron has been making significant improvements in his time since the opening race of the season, and will be hoping to peak for the National Indoor Junior and Under-23 Championships in March. Also in action was Master Athlete David Hayde, competing against the senior athletes in the 60 metres. In the Series 1 race, David finished with a time of 7.66 seconds to equal the national record he set two weeks earlier in Athlone. David followed this up with a fourth place in a tight finish in a time of 7.63 seconds to set another national record in the M55 class. Two weeks prior to the AAI Games, Bronwyn MacDonald, W35, and David Hayde, M55, competed in the National Indoor Championships in the Athlone Indoor Arena. In her first indoor race of the season, Bronwyn finished third in the 800 metres in a time of 2.31.51 to take an All-Ireland bronze. David completed the sprint double, winning both the 60 metre in a then new national record of 7.66 seconds and the 200 metres in 25.1 seconds, also a new national record.